Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. My name's Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocked, and with me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. It's going to be one of those episodes. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know how else to put it politely either. It's going to be one of those episodes. Um, thank you all for who tuned in live on YouTube and Twitch, especially today, July 27th. Um, I'm not going to dance around it right now. A few hours ago, it broke that Joey Jordanson passed away, the original founding member and original drummer of Slipknot. At 46 years old. That's young. 46? I never met the man. I, like most of you, have only admired from afar his impressive drum work. He wasn't just innovative or original. He was impressive along with that. He helped stand out in a sea of drumming back in the day with not only being precise, but fast and loud and powerful. And his ability to perform so well and so versatile in so many different songs back in the day with Slipknot for those original albums, man, oh man, they still hold up on those performances. Ah, this is a shock. And it's not the only death in metal. We'll get into My Cow as well for Metal Church, which we all also found out, which is, man. First of all, uh, someone in Twitch chat already said, it's been a bad week for metal. Yeah, it is. It has. And it's only Tuesday. And it's been a terrible week for metal. Uh, that, that's it. That's all there is to it. I can end the whole show right there after that. Uh, I'll re I do want to read the actual statement that came from the Joey's family. So I don't mince words or anything like that. Let me get everything up here properly. And this is all over to Variety, Rolling Stone, not just like rock outlets and stuff like that. Um, I want to make sure everything's worded right. Let me read it from Variety because that was like one of the first ones, them in Rolling Stone, that actually had it out there. Let's share my screen. Okay. Let's get this up for everybody. Again, thank you guys for joining us on YouTube and Twitch Live. Always helps to have a live audience for all this. Dun, 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 center screen. Okay. Joey Jordanson, Slipknot co-founder and drummer, dead at 46. Statement from Joey Jordanson's family, and that he died peacefully in his sleep. Quote, We are heartbroken to share the news that Joey, Joey Jordanson, prolific drummer, musician, and artist, passed away peacefully in his sleep on July 26, 2021. He was 46, so he actually died yesterday, and the news just got out today. Joey's death has left us with empty hearts and feelings of indescribable sorrow. To those that knew Joey, understood his quick wit, his gentle personality, giant heart, and his love for all things family and music. The family of Joey have asked that the friends, fa fans, and media understandably respect our need for privacy and peace at this incredibly difficult time. The family will hold a private funeral service and ask the media and public to respect their wishes. Now, we don't know all the underlying circumstances, and I'm going to be completely honest and a little bit blunt about this. I don't care about underlying circumstances, how it happened, when it happened. He's gone. Now is not the time to make wild accusations or, and especially not the garbage of the conspiracy uh, game that a lot of people like to play. A couple years ago when Chris Cornell passed away, I had to literally block many people who were claiming Chris Cornell's death was conspiracy and he was murdered. So I don't want all that garbage happening right now. So I feel in the metal world, I told people on Twitch this, 
he was a drummer that stood out in a lot of in a sea of new metal and hard rock that was really popular back in the day when Slipknot really broke in the scene. And a band that he found founded, he helped found. He was impressive, not just innovative, but impressive. There's a big difference with how precise and loud he could play and how versatile he was. When he left in the mid-2010s, uh, when, he, when he was no longer with Slipknot I, should, Slipknot, I should say, that was a big shock. And I know he went on to do his own stuff. He formed a band called Vimic. He was working with Ministry a little bit. And I know he also had some underlying health problems that he was somewhat public about. From what I understood, I thought he was getting better from that, too. I could have been wrong. Again, I'm not going to make any absolute statements about anything. So this is awful. And I really feel that metal lost an amazingly talented drummer at 46. That's what blows me away too. The guy was not old, you know, just a decade and some, like just a bit over a decade older than I am. I'm in my mid thirties, you know, you think about how many big albums he was a part of with Slipknot founding the band, everything that, that, and yeah. And I admit, it's been a while since I've even given him any real thought. I didn't know. I didn't know if anything was going on with him. And again, I'm not going to speculate. I'm sure, like, information will come out. But right now, it's an outpouring of love from so many artists and musicians around the world right now. Showing pictures of them with Joey. It's massive. I'm sure we'll get further statements. I'm sure we'll get a lot more stuff to come from... uh, previous band members, whether that's from Slipknot or somebody else, another group. I'm sure we'll get more information from family. I have to say, under the um, unfortunate side of things, I'm sure a lot of people that were in Slipknot and friends of Slipknot and family of Slipknot are being pestered to death by media. I already saw someone on Twitter trying to ask and prod Alicia Taylor about, like, oh, you're going to talk about Joey? First of all, go screw yourself if that's your attitude to talk to people like that. Second of all, just give them some time. Everybody some time. I saw someone earlier on YouTube and on Twitch, two different people say F in the chats for Joey. Play one of your favorite Slipknot songs that he was a part of tonight in remembrance because holy crap, this was brutal. I really feel that we're not going to get someone like him in a very, very, very long time, if ever. So, I know that's not how everyone wants to start off a podcast with weird sound effects and me doing terrible impressions and Gretchen trying to calm me down for making fun of certain bands, but I, there's no way I could not start the show without addressing this. A true legend in his own right, and that is... An accurate way to say it. Saw someone just saying, as a teen, I worshipped Joey as a drummer. Oh, you weren't the only one. I'm confident he inspired many people to pick up the sticks. So. Hoy. And someone on Twitch going to listen to Slipknot at work tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to try to look up some more Slipknot for tomorrow for Twitch base night. So. Man, oh man. Slipknot has... Slipknot is one of the biggest bands in the world right now, and they have been for quite a while, especially in metal. Whether you like Slipknot or not, they are. 
And Slipknot has taken some brutal beatings to just the lineup and everyone's well-being over the years. It's unfortunately not the first death way too soon. Hopefully it's the last death way too soon. But, yeah, and someone else just said on YouTube, talented multi-instrumentalist. He was. A lot of people don't know that. So, thank you guys for bearing with me as I read some of that. Again, I'm sure more news outlets will have stuff like Loudwire and everything like that. Revolver, they already made the same post, too, as Variety did. I'm not going to make more speculation. I'm sure we all have favorite moments and songs and live performances that we could all talk about that Joey was a big part of. I saw Vimic live in 2017. It was pretty much Vimic featuring Joey Jordanson. And they'd only had like one album come out at the time, if it had already come out yet. And they gave them pretty higher billing. They had them play after Code Orange and Suicide Silence. So his name carried a lot of weight, even after he left Slipknot, or after he was out of Slipknot. So you know what? Ugh. I think, I don't know. I don't really know how else to segue out of this. I'm not going to do the wacky segues. We're like, speaking of, blah, blah, blah. It's, uh, uh. This one hurts. And again, it's not the only death. Less than 48 hours before that, my cow of Metal Church is gone. 55. Uh, that's, that's also huge. And I'll read the statement too. I'll show everyone. This is what I found out also. And man, oh man, what I said, it's been a terrible week for metal and it's only Tuesday. Found out that Mike, Mike Howe from Metal Church has passed away. Their last performance, if I believe, was on uh, Mega Cruise, the Megadeth Cruise, like a year and a half ago. It is with our deepest regrets that we must announce the passing of our brother, our friend, and true legend of heavy metal music. Mike Howe passed away this morning at his home in Eureka, California. We are devastated and at a loss for words. Please respect our privacy and the Howe family's privacy during this most difficult time. And that was from the Metal, Twer metal Church social media accounts. He's only 55. Ugh. I don't know. It's awful that it has to be like this. I, whatever I say is going to be fail in comparison to like what the families are going through right now. Wishing them the best thoughts and prayers. That's understandable. But at the same time, keep these people in your memory, you know. Listen to Metal Church going back to the 80s. Listen to Slipknot, some of the biggest albums with a self-title in Iowa where Joey just went insane on that album. It stood out so well. Ugh, there's a lot going on. And Gretchen, I apologize for talking so much in succession. I just felt like I had to get all that out properly. And I didn't want to, like, I know, I don't know when you first started listening to Slipknot and things like that. I, it might have been after Joey was out of the group. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. So it sucks. This really is unfortunate. And yeah, it's been rough couple months for metal. And this past week really is some tainted icing on the cake. I don't know. As I see a lot of people still giving the Fs in the chat. I'm scrolling through stuff right now. I'm going to go listen to Slipknot at work. I'm watching the Disaster Pieces concert. Yeah. Look at the live footage. If you have time, look, go on YouTube and look up old live footage of when Joey Jordanson was playing with Slipknot. See how wild he gets. Ugh. 
I think that's probably all I'm going to be able to say. I don't know. Any thoughts you have, Gretchen? I don't want to talk over if you do have anything you want to say that I didn't cover. I was about to say nothing that you haven't already been yeah. over. Uh, happy times on the podcast that rocked. Ugh. Yeah, and someone just said on YouTube chat, can we have a metal musician die of old age, please? I want to see them pass away at 70. That'd be nice. And it's going to end, you know, it will happen, but it just feels in succession like this sometimes. It really feels like it hurts. And like, you can look at the bright side, at least they passed away in their sleep. Yeah, that's true. But man, oh man, 46, 55. Ugh. How's everybody doing in the chat? Everyone doing okay besides this? Everyone having a good night? I don't know how I'll still transition out of this. Gretchen, how do I transition out of this? I'm at a loss right now. I don't know. Are, are the any... other end of the spectrum. Yeah. First of all, are there any little animals that are there with you right now, Gretchen? Ivan is currently whining at the door okay. in my office. Gotcha. And the door is open, so he can come in. He just chooses not to. Okay. Well, Ivan the dog, we appreciate any input he has on this. And we thank him for his contribution in any form. A lot of whining. I'm whining right now, too, just about how all this is going on. So I kind of, I kind of understand. So. Ugh. And someone says rough cut to the next topic. Oh, I'm not going to rough cut. Ugh. Just. Again. Yeah. Alexi. <laughs> yeah, there's another one that we've lost recently. The guy from the uh, musician from Cinderella. Last week, I lost someone from Kansas, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's unfortunate, too. We could just spend the next minute or two, look, everyone, like, reminding us. Oh, remember, this musician died last week and somebody else died two months ago? Yeah, I'm sure we could do that. I don't want this podcast to turn into Death Watch. Ugh. This is... I put in parentheses, R.I.P., Joey Jordanson for the title on YouTube, just because I put that in after I uploaded the information for the podcast tonight. Because I had no, I no planning on talking about this. Of course, nobody knew. Ugh. Tell Ivan he's a good boy if he does come in. That'll make oh, me I feel better. Will. Thank you. That that'll make me feel better. That'll make me feel like something good happened today. <laughs> well. As Gretchen kind of alluded to, speaking on the other end of the spectrum, we talk about losing musicians too soon, truly talented people that we wish we had more time with, to current active musicians that really need to stop talking. I mean, just flat out not keep their mouth shut. And I know this is an awful transition, but again, it's one of those weeks where we have to talk about this the, I hate talking about the drama. I've told Gretchen about this. I hate drama. I don't like drama on YouTube. I don't like drama in the world of rock and metal when it's needless and unnecessary. And every single thing Tommy Vex is doing now is just that. It's shocking that I have to keep coming back to this. And now the title of the podcast is Tommy Vex versus Bad Wolves. Yeah, that's accurate, because now Tommy Vex is suing Bad Wolves and Bad Wolves Management and Better Noise, formerly 11.7, and it's just such a massive mess that Tommy Vex created himself, and this is only going to backfire even more. Um, 
For those who are not up to date on the situation, after Tommy Vex uh, left slash was kicked out, however, whoever wants to tell the story their way, um, he decided to make a GoFundMe to raise his own money to do a solo album. He way surpassed his goal. But then um, he claims labels got involved and he wasn't allowed to release the music and GoFundMe got involved. And now he can't use that money and people are getting refunded. You guys got scammed if you put that money into Tommy Vex's hands, by the way. Don't, 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 let's just be honest. You got scammed. Tommy Vex is still on his big tirade about uh, political and anti-vaccine and everything else. 2021 has not been kind to Tommy. He has tried to go out touring and venues have not been more kind to booking him. He has his own solo. He has his own band right now backing him like a solo band, you know. Um, he's gotten... He's trying to get on the festival circuit. He's only been on one local festival, and that's more of a trial festival to see that if those grounds will actually work. I won't get into that either. Um, it's got worse, though. It's got worse. And the biggest victims of this are the remaining members of Bad Wolves because they're trying to work. They're trying to make the music and push on, and they're not being allowed to because this clown keeps making things worse. Huh. Now I get to read quotes from Tommy Vex, Gretchen. Ugh. Oh, dear. I mean, I, I, unless you want to take that. I, I mean, if you, I don't mm -hmm. want to take the fun away from you if you would like to read these. You know, I have a little, little, little uh, raspy, uh, raspy throat right now. I, th I think you've got it covered. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope you feel better immediately after I read the quotes. <laughs> oh, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the article first reads, because this was not a full statement from Tommy Vex, as it was his attorney. Former Bad Wolves frontman Tommy Vex has filed a lawsuit against his former manager and CEO founder of Better Noise Music, Alan Kovac. He's also someone who helped found Bad Wolves. The lawsuit was filed for breach of contract, of fiduciary duty, and is said to be suing defendant Kovac for more than $10 million. Like, astronomical. What the heck is that number? The singer who's termination from the band. So now he's saying he is fired from the band. First, he said he left. Wow. Came at the very beginning of this year. Also claimed there was a conspiracy to have him kicked out of the group. Vexed claimed Kovac, who was also identified as a co-founder of Bad Wolves, told him he was not black enough to be in the band due to his political ideologies in support of now ex-president Trump. Take a breath understand that we actually not only there's not only just white people in bad wolves besides tommy baxter formerly moved along to that prior to his ouster vex made headlines for his public support of donald trump's re-election bid for president while espousing his doubts and the severity of the coronavirus pandemic and the subsequent lockdowns and masking laws that went to effect not to mention uh, uh, not last but not least, I should say, it's also worth noting that around this same time, the singer denounced racism as a manufactured construct by the media in an anti-Semitic social media video, infamously involving the use of multicolored markers to explain conspiracy theories, while also claiming, I'm African-American, I've grown up in this country, and I've not experienced actual racism. I've spent 20 years traveling 48 states and 50 countries all over the world. We don't have a race problem here. Now... Everyone remember that last little quote I just said, directly from Tommy Vex, okay? Put that in your hat, okay? So, yeah, uh, Gretchen just banned people. 
if people are in the chat, just yeah, straight it's up, getting, st- it's a little don't even, um, yeah, uh, don't even grab right now. <laughs> don't even don't even ground them. Just ban them. I don't care. I was about to say I'm pressing all the buttons. Right that's fine. Now. That's fine. If that's what they want, fine. Who cares? Oh my god. I'll ban. You think I won't ban? I, I got. I got it. You can okay. keep going. Okay. Here you go, guys. This is what this is what Tommy Vexside is working on right now. So there you go. Keep in mind, keep in mind that little anti-racist, anti-Semite thing. As per future, future people fail to reach the disclaimer that I am in no way a political scientist or sociologist and have no authority on the subject. He was trying to backpedal on that. Also, that famous marker video was back in June 10th, 2020. So, holy crap. This uh, lawsuit also claims the Kovac was mildly racist against him and then got extremely racist calling Tommy Vex the N-word. Um, dang, that's an accusation. Repeatedly saying that he's not black enough to be in the band and calling him the N-word. Those are serious accusations, guys. Woof. Well, that apparently is $10 million worth. And... Kovac and Doc Coyle have all made statements, and the rest of Bad Wolves as well. As we go over here, da-da. From Better Noise founder and CEO and help co-founder of Bad Wolves and all that, I am disappointed to see these accusations from Tommy against me, my management firm, 10th Street Management, and Better Noise Music. They are categorically false. In 40 years in the music business, I have never made any derogatory racist comments, been accused of doing so, or been sued by an artist. Tommy Vex, a self-proclaimed QAnon supporter, has dragged us into a ridiculous, unfounded narrative that falsely paints him as a victim. Tommy quit Bad Wolves in July, January 2021 after being abusive to his band members, and he was since waged an all-out assault against the band and its members on social media. That's a fact. Behind the scenes, he has his team of lawyers have been trying to extort the band and the record company for a big payout. That's also a fact. However, because those tactics were not successful, Kovac added to up, vexed up the ante and filed this bogus and spurious lawsuit to get leverage in contact negotiations. But this strategic ploy won't work. We will not be extorted we'll be, and will defend and defeat these phony claims in court. As a management company and record label, we pride ourselves on working with artists from all over different walks of life and encourage them to speak their minds creatively and authentic, authentically. I have never forced political beliefs or values of any of my artists or employees, but I also will not tolerate when people create a hostile work environment. Appendix to the executive statements was a corroborating comment jointly ascribed to Bad Wolves drummer John Boeklin, apologize for the mispronunciation, and lead guitarist Doc Coyle. They said, in all our dealings with Alan Kovac, he has never used any derogatory racial slurs. Tommy is making all of this up. Period. So, a year ago, Tommy Vex went on a rant about how systemic racism doesn't exist and he has never experienced racism. Now, this week, he's claiming that he has experienced repeated racism from someone he's trying to sue. What else do you want? Do I need to, do I need to like, get one of those whiteboards and like, map it all out at how this guy's a clown? Ugh. And apparently in the YouTube chat, like some people got a hold of um, the Twitch link or the YouTube link. And like, we're just trying to spark, like post a bunch of garbage. It's all gone now. Sorry about that. But um, Tommy Fex supporters and QAnon supporters are no match for Gretchen's mod tools. 
I assure you. Just pressed all the buttons. Yeah. No, it worked. It worked. Guys, it worked. So. Uh, the, uh, someone in uh, Twitch just said it perfectly. The hypocrisy is mind-numbingly stupid. It's desperate. It is absolutely desperate. Someone else on Twitch. Which is it, Tommy? Make up your mind. Also on YouTube, someone just said, Tommy Vex next guest in trap guest appearance in Trap's next record. That's terrible. Please don't put that out into the universe. Ugh. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the argument now? First of all, if this case actually does make it to a courtroom, Tommy Vex is out of a lot of money just for hiring those lawyers. Also, if Tommy Vex has no proof and is making these wild $10 million worth claims, Better Noise... 10th Street, Kovac, they could totally sue for defamation of character, because that's exactly what that is. Ugh. What else? Doc Coyle, by the way, has taken the highest of high roads for all this stuff. Yeah. This man is a pro in every sense of the word. I don't know how he can remain like, I know. I agree. composed in the face of Tommy Vex's stupidity. Ugh, yeah. I mean, and repeatedly, too. It's not just, like, once or twice. Repeatedly. Yeah. And, like, Tommy X keeps trying to go after Doc Coyle. And Doc... So... There's been so much support for Doc Coyle. It's not even... You can't even say it's one-sided. It's, like, landslide. Everyone's on Doc Coyle's side on this. Mm -hmm. One of the best things that, like, really... Got, there's been a lot of statements. And one of them was this that I noticed. I'll say this. If you're great at something, go be great. Tearing down other people down is very telling. If we're talentless hacks, then we'll fail on our own accord. Let your own success speak for itself. I can't speak for anyone's state except my own. Accountability. I mean, that right there, without having to point out, call out by name. Ugh. I don't even know. Like, how else do I even add to that? It's just such garbage. Another tweet from Doc Coyle, too. Remember, it's not about you. Clamoring for credit speaks to rampant insecurity. Bad wolves owe a big portion, if not most, of our success to Dolores O'Riordan and the Cranberries. They are true artists and legends. Respect, love, humility, and honor. Even there, he's showing class. Ugh. Meanwhile, Tommy Vex is trying to think of other things he can make up to sue people for and get his money back. He can't get money for GoFundMe because that was a scam that didn't work. He's going to try to hit the road touring right now. And I know he has tour dates still booked. I'm sure people are going to support him. The, he's, going to be the Q, he's going to be on the QAnon soundtrack for the summer. That's probably a thing. Ugh, the QAnon soundtrack. Gross. Gross. <laughs> uh, can you imagine that track list? Vaccines are, vaccines are phony. Um, what else? Recount forever. Um, I don't even know. January 6th was safe protesting. No, just garbage. Just terrible stuff. Ugh. Yeah, someone just said on Twitch, Doc, Doc Coyle qualifies for sainthood at this point. Yeah, pretty much. That is patience of a saint. So, uh, slow clap for Doc. Yes. Ugh. Thank you for the raid, something cast, by the way, on Twitch. And thank you on to YouTube for sticking with us through all that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Kid Rock and Aaron Lewis and would all be a part of that QAnon soundtrack as well. Ugh. So awful. I hope this is the last bit of 
desperate bottom-of-the-barrel-scraping, attention-seeking news we have to do for Tommy Vexed. $10 million lawsuit on extreme allegations after you already made strong claims that you never experienced these things in the first place. That is beyond desperate. Woof. Gretchen, I'm going insane this podcast. I'm so sorry. It's it's a lot. It's definitely been a lot. It's 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 that type of podcast, and we're not done. We're just not done. Uh, I'm not going to show footage of this, but there's footage online. I am, as we move on from Tommy Vex, thankfully. And thank you, Devin, for the super chat. I'll check that out at the end of the podcast. Thank you very much, Devin. Um. I have to say, I was made aware repeatedly on social media, Discord, everywhere, and I and I totally get why, that a certain someone made a big old fool of himself on stage. And I said this to Gretchen when it happened. Oh. Um, I was like, wait, who is it this time? I know. It's, know. <laughs> it's, been, it's been that week, so I understand why you think that. Um, Aaron Lewis, back in the news for... Um, not good things. Being a dumb I'm not going to show footage of this. There's footage online. They actually have video footage. Loudwire, Revolver, websites all showed it. Um, how do I put this politely? Aaron Lewis is going off the deep end. Just all over. I'm not going to even look up the location of this. I don't want to look up the site and stuff like that. Like all the information. It's just so bad. Aaron Lewis was performing uh, concerts, one of his solo store shop stops, and acoustically was playing a Stain song. He was very, very inebriated. Very. And he was so drunk that after he finished a Stain song, he shortly after played the same Stain song for the same audience. He forgot what song he was on on the set list. And this was also a tour where he had booze right by him and people like keep like refilling his alcohol. And after he finished playing the same Stain song twice at a solo Aaron Lewis show, he took to the mic and said, I guess I'm a little overserved. <laughs> and yuck. yuck, yuck, yuck. And the audience hoot and hollered, hooray, we're going to enable this. Oh, what the heck happened? Uh, Crabby Uncle Aaron and the divorced dad music. Uh, that's beyond divorced dad. If you're drunk and you forget which song you're playing, man, that's like divorced dad on, uh, what is it? Um, child support payday and you don't have the money. Ugh, ugh. Better than hearing one of his solo country songs. Not if he's that drunk and he can barely perform and he's doing the same song twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be honest. Even if I love Deftones, if Deftones were to play White Pony or, um, I don't know, Digital Bath twice in the same set list, especially in the same 10-minute span, I'd go, this is kind of weird. I like the song, but this is kind of weird, guys. Uh, uh, what else do I need to say? Uh, hang on. You know what? Against Uh-oh. my better judgment. Oh. I am. I'm... Oh, it's all over YouTube, too. 
first of all, if I ever have to do another um, 10 crazy onstage meltdowns, ugh, this might it's be... It's just going to be Aaron Lewis. Uh, from Loudwire, I'll share this one. Because like I typed in Aaron Lewis drunk on Google. A oh. lot of different links came up, not just for YouTube videos of his bad performances, but... First of all, I'll share it with everyone. I like it's just perfectly censored on screen, so I'll be okay. <sighs> In his F Biden t-shirt and an impeach Biden hat. Oh. Classy. Uh he played It's Been a While Twice in Delaware. First of all, Delaware doesn't get that much to begin with. I was about to say or Delaware. They don't. Delaware was not getting a lot of attention to begin with, and this is what they get for that picture too, where he's looking off to the side, kind of a little confused, like, "What did I do? Why is everyone staring at me?" It's I'm been just a while a, since I'm I just, played this song. Aaron, it's been three minutes. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, Lewis, uh, while admittedly wasted on stage. He also played his number one country hit, Am I the Only One, while dissing left-leaning musician Bruce Springsteen. It doesn't count as much of a diss to Bruce Springsteen when you're so drunk that you can't even keep your own set list straight on stage. Bruce the boss never had that problem. Bruce over there like, who? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like Bruce's most embarrassing thing was like an accidental like physical slide at the Super Bowl performance. Keep in mind... The boss played the Super Bowl. <laughs> Aaron Lewis isn't doing that. Nope. <laughs> Someone on YouTube chat. It's been a while since I had dignity. Oh. Uh, Did you have it to begin with? Well... I don't know. Like, we, did, we thought he did. Let's put it that way. We thought he had yeah, more fair. dignity. Yeah. Fair. One of the quotes he said into the microphone. Quote. You know what I'm just realizing right this second? But I'm drunk enough that I should be playing outside right now. And instead, I'm playing the song I already played tonight, which means I might be slightly overserved. I'll hear about that one tomorrow. The accent. He's from Massachusetts, too. But he gives that accent because he panders to an audience. Sounds uh, like a bunch of other musicians we've talked about. I know. Before. I know. <laughs> What else do I need to say about Krabby Uncle Aaron? This this is so on brand for that musician, his fan base. This is exactly what you get. If you paid money to see Aaron Lewis solo, this is what you get. This is your just reward for handing him money to perform for you. And I'm aware that Stained is going on tour with Corn. Stained is supporting Corn. First of all, poor Corn. They have their own issues with Fieldy having to drop off the tour and Fieldy get better. They'll be fine, though. Second of all, talk about a totally different, like, everything. Yeah, they're from the same time period back in the, like, late 90s, early 2000s when they were huge. Guys, totally different sounds, um, totally different fan bases. And when Stain starts touring way out west and in the northeast, where that good old boy fan base isn't going to be as strong for Stain, you're going to see a lot of people at merch and concessions while Krabby Uncle Aaron and Stain do their job 
And then everyone rushed back for corn. Can you imagine if Stain did headline one night? Just like one night for like the heck of it because they were in Alabama or something. Can you imagine the flock of people to the parking lot after corn played? Mm. Just the massive accidents at the parking lot like everyone's trying to peel out. Ugh. I don't think Stain will get booed off stage. Someone just said that on Twitch. I don't think they'll get booed off stage. I think people will just be waiting because they want to wait for corn. Yeah. Now, like, let's be honest. Aaron Lewis is not going to be bold enough to wear that F. Biden t-shirt on the corn tour. No way. Not a chance. You don't have that much guts. You don't think so? Nope. Not a chance. He did wear, he did wear that one shirt. He wore uh, that. Ba- louder than life. He did wear that uh, Beto come and take my guns t-shirt for the first stained to- performance in five years. Keep in mind, though, that was Kentucky. That's true. And that was their first show one time thing. You know, first show in five years, and it was a festival. So it is like, I get the logic behind that, too. It is a little bit different. I could see him doing that in uh, Georgia. Maybe not Georgia. Now he probably hates Georgia. I could see him doing that in parts of Florida, Alabama, North Carolina. He starts going more north, though, and probably going to hide those T-shirts in the back of the tour bus. That's true. That's true. Ugh. (laughs) Again, um, a friend of mine that helps run the Rocked website and Facebook page uh, she loves corn. She wants to shoot corn. And <laughs> I was just laugh with her. Gretchen and I are on the same boat. It's like, yeah, when Stan is playing, just go get like photos of corn fans. Go check out merch. Get yeah. something to eat. Stretch your legs out. Do anything. <laughs> anything other than. Ugh. Biloxi. No. <laughs> Someone just said, what about Biloxi? Oh, yeah. Stan has issues in Biloxi. He would wear the F Biden shirt in Mississippi. Absolutely. Wait, he's got he's got issues there. Yeah, um, that's back in the day when stained. I'm on the outside. Like the first time he performed it live was with Fred Durst, and Fred Durst completely mm-hmm. ruined the song by going, "What's up, Biloxi? I feel those lighters in the middle of the recording." Oh, that was like that like charted high on the mainstream rock charts and stuff. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> in Biloxi, oh, man, man, man. Oh, Jersey. Yeah, if he goes to Jersey wearing that F. Biden t-shirt, I can't imagine they're going to give him that good of a reception. If he goes to Philadelphia wearing that Beto come and take my guns t-shirt, they're probably not going to be too forgiving. They don't even like, if Philly doesn't even like their own sports teams, let alone if Aaron Lewis comes in and does that. They just don't like themselves. I'm just kidding. Well, it's not so much they don't like themselves. They just really don't like it when people mess up and make other people in Philly look bad. So, oh gosh. Uh, oh yeah, Fire from the Gods is opening for that tour. I feel bad for Fire from the Gods. They don't deserve oh, that train I wreck. That. I know they don't deserve that. No. Ugh. They got to ride on the and they got to ride on the road with Stained and Crabby Uncle Aaron. I can't see Crabby Uncle Aaron getting off the bus though. Mostly. You know he's just no. gonna sit on the bu- on his bus like a, with like a bump on a log, not caring. He don't want to socialize. Can you imagine if like Stain did have a VIP thing though, like meet and greet, dra- dra- dragging him off the bus? Ugh! He paid me fifty bucks to shake my hand. Okay, shake it. Now where's the beer concession stand? Ugh! By the way, um, if the man has a serious problem with alcoholism, then this is Ma'am. a sign, and he needs to get help. I'm not going to tolerate and enable his behavior when his behavior is that shameless. Also, if I, going back, if you bought a ticket to Aaron Lewis Solo, even if you wanted a good show, you definitely didn't get in Delaware. I'd be upset about that. Yeah. 
I mean, we talked about Marilyn Manson, um, the times we've seen him, Gretchen and I, like at Aftershock. And like the other times I've seen him live in the past 10 years, he has been terrible. And the last time Gretchen and I saw him, he was completely inebriated. He was gross. If I was a diehard Marilyn Manson fan and paid money just to see him and that was what I got, I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. Same goes for any of my music- favorite musicians, too. I'd be upset about that. Ugh. Man, oh, man. There's so much good music coming out in the second half of this year. There are so many great tours. More have been announced, too, that we'll get into in a second. But then right now, the country is at a standstill. We can't fully open again. We have to go back into masks in most parts of the country. Yep. Because the Krabby Uncle Aaron fan club refuses to wear masks and get vaccines. And Tommy Vex is spreading wild theories about vaccinations. So Delta's running rampant, and we're about, I don't think we'll have to go into full lockdown, but you better believe tours might get delayed if this keeps up. Yep. Absolutely. Or at the very least, they'll cancel specific tour dates in this state and that state because those states can't get it together. Good what? job, people who won't get vaccinated. Yeah. Ugh. Man, oh, man. Ugh. Someone just said, hey, there's some good news. Jerry Cantrell's coming out with an album this year. It's solo album. Yeah, he is. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of great music coming out. Death Heaven, Spirit Box. Those are two newer albums mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to. There's tons of other stuff coming out this year, guys. There's so much to look forward to. Oh, and someone on Twitch just said, the honor system of not wearing a mask if you're vaccinated blew up real quick. Yup. I mean, did we expect anything different? Like, let's be honest. Uh, man, oh, man. I'm surprised we lasted this long. Yeah. And like when Deftones and Gojira said they wanted to push back the tour to 2022. Now it's like because they have one anti-vaccine member in the band. Ed, but now it's like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess you could get sick considering, you know, what's happening now. Yep. <sighs> we still got a few weeks. If people really buckle down now, since almost 50%, full 50% are vaccinated. But again, kids are the problem now because Delta can attack kids really savagely. So, I don't know. Ugh. No more Aaron Lewis. No more Tommy Vex. And someone just, um, someone gave a super jet. Can we call him Tommy Trashbag Vexed? Ugh. Sure. Thank you for the oh, super for- chat. Don't forget his tour tour name oh yeah you told me okay <laughs> so everyone's aware Gretchen informed me while we were prepping um what's the name of Tommy Vex's solo tour Gretchen it's called the don't shed on me tour <laughs> one more time Creative. one more time just say it one more time <clears throat> it is the don't shed on me tour what a clown. What an absolute clown. Ah, uh, uh. uh, yeah. Yeah. That guy has that ability of mental gymnastics. I'll give him that. He can twist anything and to make him look like he's the victim and he's the triumphant, knowledgeable person. You know? That's a skill. I'll give him that. He, it, at his point, it's a skill to be able to do it like that. Yeah. Woof. Just yes, uh, that is right. Don't shed on me. Don't shed. Yes, S H E D. Yep, like you're shedding skin or something like that. 
<laughs> someone else said, just someone told on Twitch just said, at least clowns are entertaining. They try to be. A lot of clowns aren't, though. But at least clowns know their place. You know, clowns know they're clowns. I'll give them that. They're aware. When clowns put on the makeup and start juggling for kids at birthdays, they know what they're doing. I'll say they go into that with a purpose. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yes. They just kind of stumbled into it. <laughs> and they don't. And they still don't realize they have the face they, makeup on. They, they still don't realize that this, this isn't is their a, new profession. This isn't a squeaky nose. What are you talking about? I always had that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Go play with markers, Tommy. Uh, Here, go, here's go, a sharpie. Go play that same. Go play. It's been a while. Three times on your next set, <laughs> crappy Uncle Aaron. It's been uh, a while since I played this <laughs> shitty song. Oh, uh, can you imagine like the tour crew? Like if they are roadies and they don't care for Aaron Lewis, it's just a gig. You know. They're just like oh at that point. At that point, I'd be like, okay, screw it. I'll cu- I'll cut my contract halfway through. I'll find my own ride home. Mm. Uh. God. Uh, let's have some good news. How's that sound, Gretchen? How's that sound, everybody? I'll take some good news. Absolutely. Slipknot LA. That's something. Another nice little one-day festival in Los Angeles. Not Fest Los Angeles. Killer lineup, I think, for a one-day big, big stadium show at Bank of California Stadium. I would go to this if I could. If everything worked out right, I had the time. If I had unlimited time, you know, and stuff like that, I would totally go to this one-day festival. This would be fun. Not Fest LA, Bank of California Stadium, November 5th, 2021. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Slipknot <laughs> featuring Bring Me the Horizon, Kill Switch Engage, Fever 333, Code Orange, Vended, uh, Griff Taylor's band, plus special guests, Cherry Bombs. I love that lineup. I think that's fun. There's variety. There's tons of energy, solid bands, good venue, a stadium venue for a great show. I would go to that if I could. So you know what? That's good news for me. Ugh. That was nice. That was something positive, I should say. <laughs> I believe tickets are going to go on sale earlier if you're a part of like VIP clubs and things like that. I again, guys, I think that's solid. Not Fest Roadshow is still going to it's still going on as planned through the second part of this year. They'll be going through a lot of different stops. They'll be taking um, Kill Switch, Fever Three Three Three, and Code Orange along with them. Great lineup. Corey Taylor's still doing his solo shows and stuff like that as well with featuring Cherry Bombs as well. So I think that's pretty well done. I think that's awesome. Another tour, two more tours that also got announced. It was yesterday that Chevelle announced their 2021 tour dates. So if you're a big fan of Chevelle's new album, Neurotaeus, Neurotaeus, however you want to pronounce it, they got a big old tour going from November or from uh, September 1st to November 21st, hitting up a lot of tour dates and they'll be hitting up some festivals too. So tickets for that are on sale right now, I believe. And that looks like a pretty solid one as well. Chevelle sounds great live, guys. I would recommend going and see that if you are a Chevelle fan. And again, they're hitting a lot of dates. So chances are they are coming somewhat near you if you're in the United States. I don't think they're going up north to Canada. But yeah, they are going to be going all over. So on top of that, we got the announcement that Star Set is returning. If you're a Star Set fan, I am for sure, big time. They have announced the fall 2021 tour for the U.S. demonstrations. They'll be starting in the beginning of November, going through December. A lot of stops, by the way. And they'll be going all over the U.S. So, Star Set also said they have new music coming sooner than later. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, Star Set returning. Dustin, extremely intelligent human being. 
He did not waste his quarantine time. So you better believe they probably have a lot of good stuff coming up. So I think that's pretty nice. Those are three, two tours, another festival announcement. You know what? That's nice for me. I think that's great. Just letting it breathe a little bit. Trying to shed myself from all that terrible news that we had to talk about the first half of this podcast. Don't talk about shedding. Tommy oh, Vex might come for you. Goodness. You know, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a trademark on shed. Huh? Yeah, because that's where I'm going to be living in a few years. Oh, I gotcha. Damn. Well, he keeps acting like this. I was just going to say he's just looking for the money at this point. Damn. If he's looking for... You went, you went that far. Well, $10 million lawsuit. He's clearly desperate at this point. He's got people buying tickets for a solo tour. He's not, he's not hurting for money. No. Also, the people he scammed out of that thing. He probably knows how to make a buck. Okay? He's, no, he's devious to know how to make a buck. So. Uh, yeah, go to Start Set if you haven't seen them live. They're great. I love their show. Very different from between concert and festival appearances, how their stage show's set up, but still worth it if you can go either way. I have not seen Star Set in this iteration with the uh, post-apocalyptic get-up. I've only seen them in Spaceman get-up. I'm very excited to see this one as well. So, huh. moving on, we're going to talk about the Billboard Mainstream Rock Top 3 of the week. Normally, every week, we talk about the top three songs on the Billboard Mainstream chart, talk about what's getting played most on radio through satellite FM, online, stuff like that. And... Coming in at number three, something I thought I think is interesting is getting this much attention. For the Glory, All Good Things, featuring Johnny Three Tears of Hollywood Undead. Okay. I had no idea it was getting that much attention. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two for the second week in a row. Nowhere Generation, the title track from Rise Against. And coming in at number one, again, for many weeks in a row now. Because they are darlings of FM radio, Darkness Settles In from Five Finger Death Punch. Surprised that stayed at number one as long as it has. Like, it's a, it's a fine song on this album, but I'm just kind of surprised it's been up there that long. I'll, being completely honest, it is one of the better songs on the album by far. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unmemorable to me, but at the same time, I will still give it. It is one of the better songs on that album. But yeah, yeah I'm shocked it's had this much staying power. Dang. Yeah. Woof. So, here's hoping some other songs really start transitioning and shifting around and things like that. So, give me a second while I close the tabs on Aaron Lewis Drunk that I typed in my Google search history. Boy, that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. Google's looking at you now like, oh, that's (laughs) what you want? All right. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, good thing I did type that on YouTube. That would definitely be in my algorithm then. Woof. Well, you'll, you'll get advertisements on like... Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, true. I've said it out loud, so my um, Amazon devices, and my Amazon devices are probably like, "Oh, can we interested in you in this? An F Biden T-shirt? Oh no, what? No, your marketed ads now on the side. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Oh, someone just your own copy. Yeah, I do get ads, by the way, for that Ivan Moody poetry book, though. Ever since oh, I started I do looking too. at Yeah, so. Yeah, they, I am planning on reading it, doing a live stream on YouTube, reading that. I'm interested because the artwork could be fun. And yeah. the only thing I'm worried about, because I can make it set up really nice, like, like show the book while I'm reading it. I'll dress up classy, all that. I'll, ma- I'll do the fake, welcome 
It's a poetry evening. This is Ivan Moody's Dirty Mind, or whatever the heck it's called. I don't really care anymore. Please have a seat and be respectful as we read from the mind of Ivan Moody. You'll have to do snaps after every poetry entry. It's not going to be that jazzy club poetry. It's going to be that bitter live journal poetry. No, you still got to do it. You got snaps. It's all good. (laughs) I'm a real man. Look how big of a man I am. No one understands me. I don't understand why everyone's angry at me. I'm going to break my TV. No, you do the snaps after the poem has passed. I don't think that would have made it better at this point. Instead of, clap, <laughs> instead of clapping at, after each poem, you snap. Someone you just said the Aaron Lewis and Ivan Moody poetry tour. Get out of here. Gretchen already had to ban people in YouTube chat. Don't think she won't do it again. Ugh. Especially since I have a little bit of a bias towards yes, my finger death much. Exactly. So my, do- my dog is named after Ivan. Like, come yeah. on. Ugh. I have a little bit of a bias. And universally loves Ivan the dog. So. That is true. He just came in here and looked at me. Good. I think he wants his greenie. Okay, well, let, it, it's about time to wrap things up. <laughs> so Ivan the dog can rest assured that he'll be taken care of tonight. I'll wrap things up again with just saying this. Um, and my cow. The metal world has been gutted with this news. And it's not going to recover tomorrow or the next day. It's going to take a long time. 46 is way too young. And not only do we need to tell our loved ones that we love them while we still have the chance. We never know if we get it tomorrow. That's just how life is. But we live in a time where people are dying rapidly and exponentially due to sickness and disease. So make sure we're taking care of each other, however we can. If that's as simple as just checking on each other, as, as if it's as simple as something temporary as wearing a mask when you have to go grocery shopping, which is not that difficult, then we'll do it. We all want things back to normal, and we all want to see our musicians live till their old age to enjoy their life. Honor our heroes, respect our heroes, play some Slipknot, play some Metal Church. Go online, go on Facebook, go on Twitter, social media. Share good memories of Joey Jordison. Share your favorite Slipknot performance from him. You know, do stuff like that. So, that being said, tomorrow night, please join me here on Twitch. Everyone on YouTube, I'll share the links on all the socials and Discord. It'll be my first time playing bass live for a live audience on Twitch. I'll be doing Rocksmith, taking requests, donations for requests, showing you how good and or bad I am. So take that into account. I'll get some Slipknot too, just for this. So please join us for that. That'll be at 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, Wednesday, July 28th. And it'll be every Wednesday from then on. So Gretchen... Is there anything mm. you would like to end with? I give you this time. All right. Well, Ivan apparently has something to add. Ivan, um, if you would like to chime in too, feel free. I can't even get out what I want to say. Um, I, I had started doing words of wisdom, but mm-hmm. now I have to go back to saying, please wear your damn mask. Like, this is ridiculous that the CDC had to come out today and say, hey, y'all really messed this one up. Put the mask back on, because, like, what the heck? Like, 
this is ridiculous. We were, we were, honestly, I'm kind of surprised we did as well as we did, but. We just, were improving it, for so long and then we boom, were. state by state started doing it. And now yep. states like Texas, Missouri, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana ruined yep. it, like ruined it for the entire state because of the Delta stuff. And they still refuse to get vaccines or wear masks. And now the whole mm-hmm. nation's going to have to pay for a few weeks. So yeah. if you only wanted yeah. to be, if you only wanted to be for two weeks, wear a mask. Wear a mask. And get vaccinated if you you haven't haven't. yet. Like, unless you have a medical, like a legit medical issue. For sure. Just get vaccinated. And if you're part of the whole camp of like, oh, it's experimental. You know what? You've been experimented on your entire life. Yeah. You can't make. Damn vaccine. You cannot make that, oh, the vaccine's experimental. I don't know what it'll do to my body. If you're chugging monster energy every morning. Uh Uh-huh. Get out of here with that. Nope. Yep. So those those are my words of wisdom. Uh, please break those masks back out. Yeah. Break those masks back out. Go get your vaccine if you haven't yet, and just I don't know. I'm at a loss right now. I know. I am too. <laughs> I'm at a, a loss. It's that it's been a rough week. Everyone, please join us on Twitch tomorrow. Watch me play bass. See if I can do this right. Get a new audience for that. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're on Twitch, please stand by for a raid. If you're on YouTube, thanks for standing by. Sorry about starting a little bit later than usual. I'll fix everything for the podcast for feed. Thank you guys again. Please stand by for next week as well. I'll have videos coming out. Until then, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.